Namaste Jai Hind welcome to another edition of ANI podcast with Smita Prakash Today my guest is General Kawaljeet Singh Dhillon Now many of you might know him from his Twitter avatar Kitne gazi aaye kitne gazi gaye was this legendary tweet that he did about Kashmir and now it's in a book form Many of his friends and colleagues know him as Tiny Dhillon even though he's 6 feet plus but then he was once on the hot seat in Kashmir General Dillon thank you so much for coming to my podcast it's thank an you, honor to have you here thank you. so uh, we all know you uh, as the man in the hot seat in kashmir uh, we also know you from your twitter avatar and especially your uh, that famous tweet kitne gazi aaye kitne gazi gaye <laughs> that is that was a legend when you made that and you know so many people admire you for being so forthright on twitter but of course i mean uh, you were there when pulwama balakot all these things i'll come one by one Uh, to all of them but uh, my first question of course would be on pulwama you were there you were posted in kashmir then yes. so you know there was a lot which was talked about that uh, it was whether it was an intelligence failure whether it was a systems failure could you tell us what happened then good afternoon ma'am first of all uh, pulwama was a very sad incident it was uh, i had taken over 15 core on 10th of february and 14th february pulwama happened so it is just after four days and initially we did not know the magnitude of the incident but by and by when we came to know and the number of casualties became clear we realized how big the incident was and coming to your question specific was it an intelligence failure here i would like to clarify a few things we have enemy who is always up to a mischief hmm. on the line of control inside the hinterland in kashmir in mainland india every time so the number of incidents which are avoided or which are not allowed to take place because of the intelligence agencies the security forces the synergy those incidents or the numbers don't come out in the media or in the public domain and there's a reason for it suppose there is an incident which was to happen and we have got the whiff of it we picked up the chatter and we avoided that incident now if we announce it that this has happened and this is what we did and pat our backs openly the enemy would come to know how we picked it up and how we not allowed it to happen hmm. so it's a game in the intelligence where you don't say what you have been able to avoid right so that the enemy doesn't pick up your cap- capabilities your resources your assets hmm. so coming back to pulwama if out of 100 incidents which were planned by the enemy 99 are not allowed to happen and unfortunately i repeat again unfortunately one incident happens and that incident happened to be a very big one so that does not mean in any way that the intelligence agencies are not doing their job because they were able to avoid say 99 or whatever numbers one is incident is unfortunately that's uh, agreed mm. but we cannot start blaming our intelligence agencies or security forces because they are in the line of fire literally every day they are away from their families they are losing their life and limb of course for the nation and i would request all those people hmm. who shouted from the rooftops that it was intelligence failure to spare a thought spare a thought the type of job we are doing there is a whole nation which is behind this there is a proper regular army which is doing all this now to curtail the actions of those people which are being planned at that level 
it takes lots of efforts. But so my question is, uh, it's not to castigate, but to ask where uh, was there some systems uh, like the the SOPs were not followed. Sare ke sare ek saath gaye the. Maybe that there was some failure in that. Would you say? Ma'am, I have seen Kashmir, like you have seen for last more than thirty years, how initially the convoys used to move, how the roads used to be closed, the link roads used to be blocked, and nobody was allowed to come on the roadside. Then, when the terror graph came down, when the incidents came down, the peace more or less got established. So, a lot of things were relaxed. Hmm. It was because the general public was feeling the pinch. and they were somehow not allowed to move on the road where the military convoys or the bsf or the police convoys were moving so by and by with this civilian traffic also coming on the roads and over the last 30 years the number of vehicles which have increased the automobiles the two wheelers which have increased and people are using it so there was uh, i'll say very less checking or control over the civilian traffic on to the roads when the military convoys were moving yeah so the terrorists took advantage of this uh, relaxation of our security forces wherein we were doing it for our public they are good and they took advantage of this and they in a civil vehicle in a civil mode they entered the convoy and uh, rest as you are aware they blew off the vehicle so if those civilians were not allowed on the road this incident would not have happened how did it change the situation on the ground because uh, an attack like this it does demoralize so how do you how do you keep uh, keep it going with your with your men how do you keep them motivated when something like this happens so many casualties now exactly the same point how to keep the morale high i written a detailed chapter in my book uh, which we can talk later but uh, on that day on twitter on instagram on facebook for next 3 days from a dialogue from a popular hindi movie how is the josh hmm. was changed to how is the jash referring to jash mohammed especially all the pakistani handles so we knew as a system as a security forces that we need to hit back at the earliest hmm. i still remember going for a meeting that evening where all the security agencies and the intelligence were meeting my adc a young captain he asked me sir abhi kya hoga pardon my language i said we'll get the bastards hmm. and we did exactly that as a very concerted effort of intelligence and security within 48 within 100 hours we eliminated the module which had carried out the pulwama incident and that is where the morale which you referred to hmm. morale came back the best way to liven up the soldiers morale is to achieve success in soldier's life incidents will happen bad incidents will happen that does not mean we sit back and keep crying over it i'll tell you about special forces of india whenever there is an accident when the para drop from aircraft sometimes the parachute doesn't open or malfunctions or there's something which goes wrong when there's an incident within next few hours the whole battalion goes up and jumps again the commanding officer leading now this is how you bring in the confidence back this is how you keep the morale high and success is the best medicine to have high morale and we achieved success within 100 hours 
Do you think that Pulwama in some way was a turning point where even the political leadership felt that this cannot go unavenged? Ma'am, every incident of terror, hmm. in my opinion, needs to be hit back. We as a nation, a nation of our strength, not only in manpower, but economy and military, we cannot afford to take any nonsense from anyone. We need to hit back, and I'm very happy and glad that the government decided to hit back, and I was part of that. So there's no way we can take terror in any form on any citizen of India at any place in India. You had a question, uh, Ajit, on Pulwama that you wanted to ask about. Uh, sir, uh, when you people, uh, when the attack happened, you had just taken over, uh, and... Uh, I remember it very uh, uh, clearly. Uh, we had met you at the uh, Manekshaw Center where you told us that uh, I'll be going. This would be exciting. Day. 15th Corps. F 15th Corps. I went yes, to 15th Corps. There was some uh, function in Manekshaw Center Manekshaw where I Center. met Ajit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, 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 you were uh, very excited to take up the assignment. When the news first came to you, how was the feeling, sir? Uh, was it uh, in some way, were you uh, were you worried that, oh, what has happened? I've just come and this has happened. Ek how four, did you react? Uh, four tenures you had done before this, yes. three tenures. Total of eight tenures in counterinsurgency eight, operations. So in, and six of them in Kashmir. In Kashmir. So, ye kaun sa tenure tha fir this was tenure? This was sixth one. This six, was the sixth one. Okay. Sixth in Kashmir, seventh in JNK. Seventh okay. in JNK. Yeah. So, how, 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 how did you react personally, sir? Like, we know uh, how you motivated others, how you uh, took out Jaish terrorists, how you took out the entire network, how people were afraid to join Jaish after this incident. But what was the personal feeling, sir? So, personal feeling, like I told earlier, Initially, the gravity of the incident was not very clear in the first few minutes. As would happen, we call it fog of war, or in a combat situation, the clarity comes slowly and slowly. So when the moment this incident happened, I called up uh, Mr. Zulfkar Hassan, who was IGP CRPF, and he had also got the intimation just then. I immediately put in all the aviation resources that the helicopters at my command in my, uh, at my disposal in 15 Corps, all the helicopter fleet was put on alert and told to fly to Pulwama to pick up the casualties. The 92 base hospital was told to get on high alert. All the doctors, the nurses were told to report to the trauma center in wherever they are, whichever address they are, and they were prepared to handle massive casualties. All the ambulances in Srinagar were got together and moved towards Pulwama so that anyone who is not able to be flown out can be moved by road because just for 20 odd minutes uh, drive from there. So first thing was this, to manage the casualties. In the meantime, when I spoke to the brigadier who was uh, RR sector commander, when he told me the type of uh, losses which have taken place, I spoke to the DGMO, Jalan Chuhan, present CDS was the DGMO. I continuously uh, kept speaking to him and kept giving him the updates and spoke to General Rawat who was the army chief at that time. And thereafter, once we managed the casualties, and as a commander, in any combat situation, you can't afford to lose control of yourself. If you lose control of yourself, you lost control of the situation. Incidents will happen, situations will come in the combat zone, which you have to face. 
Unfortunately for me, I had number of tenures before that, and I had various uh, encounters and uh, cases. So it was nothing new to me. But yes, the gra the the gravity was new to me. But immediately after that, we had a meeting that evening, and there afterwards, like I said earlier, we got down to business of gathering intelligence. And here, I would like to say, it's not that the intelligence came in a lap. We worked for it for next forty-eight hours. None of my commanders or commanding officers or police SPs or DIGs, none of them slept for next two days. They were continuously on operations. We were hitting all the known or slightly known hideouts or the sympathizers' places, so that we don't let them come to a place and relax. We wanted them to keep shifting. If they will shift, they will talk. People will see. We will get the intelligence. So we worked in a very concerted plan. to get the intelligence about this module which finally after 48 hours we got it in penglana village and we launched an operation immediately we coordinated the whole thing with police crpf intelligences and we launched the operation and in that operation in the initial few minutes we lost major vibhuti dandel and few jawans but heads off to 55 rashtriya rifles and jammu kashmir police not a single boy had the lowering of morale in spite of the initial setback and we eliminated the complete module by evening of 18th february right uh, sir you uh, uh, you ahead. mentioned general rawat general rawat uh, we uh, all know you and uh, general rawat had a special relation and he had firm belief in you and uh, sometimes ma'am he told us that jab main kashmir jata hu to tiny weather bhi manage kar leta hai mere liye so i so, told him once so what so, a man i mean what a man I, this incident i must say one day uh, it was uh, kargil vijay divas ji all three chiefs had gone to le uh -huh. president then president was had come down to shrinagar i was with the president at the shrinagar airport and all the chiefs were in le but the president could not fly to le because uh -huh. of the weather and he laid the wreath at the srinagar dami yes. bag uh, this uh, war memorial hmm. which we organized within 30 minutes and the president laid the wreath and paid his homage incidentally when kargil war was fought under 15 core hmm. that time 14 core was not there so all the hmm. names of the kargil uh, war from chinar core first huh? one chinar core they are there in that war memorial yeah. so it was absolutely in place for the president to lay the wreath so general mm -hmm. rawat told me one day the weather was packing up so he says mere ko jaldi nikalna hai sir so don't worry weather ko rok lenge and actually weather cleared up okay yeah so uh, sir uh, just wanted to ask you pulwama happened he was the chief what was his mandate to you general rawat as a chief he gave you lot of space hmm. he was very clear he gave you space for operations for intelligence for administration he was not the one who would keep asking you every 5 days or 10 days or 20 days what's happening why this why not he appointed you a corps commander then he let you be there afterwards it's up to you to call up the chief and give him a feedback if something very important has happened although he never interfered with the job i'm coming back to specific about pulwama like i said earlier i was feeding the dgmo as feeding the army commander and i spoke to general rawat he never asked me ke kya kar rahe ho kab kar rahe ho kaise kar rahe ho because every time a senior officer calls you up to check on what you are doing it creates an environment of pressure 
he himself being such a combat man having been on operation throughout his life he realized the importance of not calling up the field commanders i learned this from him i also never call up my field commanders mm -hmm. so he gave space and feedback he was always getting so he was very sure that things are moving in the right direction but he never interfered at the ground level so um from pulwama let's go to uh, what happened at balakot uh, you know there are so many versions that one has heard you've heard politicians talk about it there's media reporting and there was a lot of controversy also ki mara ki nahi mara kya mara kuch nahi pata so you know the pakistan got the narrative lead uh, on that and they managed to manipulate uh, international opinion and to some extent even indian opinion in the media in certain sections of the media so while there was an operations part of it there was also the ground situation in india and then there was a media element to it you saw all that happening so could you give us shed some light on what happened then ma'am i'll uh, put it little differently ji point is we did it we hit back after pulwama we used the air force we crossed the line of control we overflew pakistan occupied kashmir we crossed the international boundary we hit inside proper pakistan balakot is in pakistan but as you are aware balakot is not in pakistan occupied kashmir so that is where we breached their air defense system we breached their pakistan air force we hit and we came back safely now that is the strength military strength of a nation mm. now on ground people can have their own versions i will go by what the government and the air force version is and that is what is final with me i will not go into the politics or what the politicians are saying as a soldier i would know if our air force has reached there they have bombarded that place they have achieved their aim now i am not going to quantification because that would get into the sure. polit political uh, yeah. arena which i want to not what get. did what did your people feel then on the ground you know those who lost uh, their men they they might have lost family uh, in pulwama and and of course you eliminated the terror but uh, terror module as you said within 100 hours but then when balakot happened it must have given this surge of confidence isn't it now i'll give you a small uh, Mm. example or uh, anecdote balagot happened pulwama happened in pulwama it ha happened where we lost 40 crpf uh, brave hearts line of control mm. in kupwara sector is at a mm. different level there are different units the army deployed there when our aircraft crossed the line of control by the way they went into balagot through my area so when they crossed the line of control the boy on the duty there told his company commander he called me up directly and the chirpiness the josh in his voice sir chale gaye yeah. but that is what balakot did to the morale of every indian not only a soldier hmm. i could see that thing on the telephone hmm. earphone and the way this young boy young major was trying to tell me ke sir gaye matlab he he couldn't even wait to tell his chief of command i can see uh, general that yeah. in spite of so many operations you're getting emotional yeah. even thinking back on that and because it was important for us to hit back hmm. and i'm very glad that the government decided to hit back and hit back hard hmm. 
but these are decisions which are taken with a lot of uh, foresight and it takes a lot of planning i mean man to karta hoga that every time there is an incident you hit back immediately but to restrain yourself is also a big task isn't it i mean it's a very considered decision hmm. you have to weigh the pros and cons you have to weigh your own vulnerabilities you have to weigh your strengths you have to see enemy's vulnerability and then you hit you got to cover your deficiencies and vulnerabilities before you hit so that in case there's a counter strike hmm. you don't get hit further badly right so this is a military appreciation and i'm glad it was done to the precision and when we decided to go in nobody knew including pakistan that tonight indian air force will go in and that is the type of secrecy which was maintained talking about secrecy i mean you've done uh, intel uh, like i said earlier that you must be seeing because you're so active on social media that when you see this kind of disinformation deliberate misinformation which goes out man to karta hoga to say that what you're saying is wrong with i have the information but you can't because when you're in the hot seat you cannot you cannot tell them that what you are doing what you're saying is wrong but the real stuff is this but when the light or not lot of noise is always good for intelligence a fog of war as you were saying fog of war so that your actual intelligence then doesn't get picked up okay you um, had a question on balakot sir uh, uh, wanted to ask you like uh, 2016 when uri happened the special forces were sent in to pakistan uh, that was a surprise and uh, to, they never expected that we'll come back so hard this time in uh, post pulwama the air force was given the opportunity and they did what they had to they crossed over attacked was the army also ready with a plan at that time sir because it was your area it had happened in your uh, aor uh, was the army also ready with options to ca- carry out uh, cross border strikes i don't know how much you are into sufi music or ghazals there's a very famous ghazal aap wo baat kyun puchte ho jo batane ke kabil nahi but yes uri was there i forgot completely yeah. to ask about uri yes, i mean that that got famous of course uh, uh, when it happened then i'd interviewed at that time even the prime minister about yeah. uri and he's he spoke about that and he you know i told him that when that when that strike happened suppose the people didn't come back our men didn't come back alive ek to aap border cross karke dusri us paar ja rahe hain aur aapke bande agar wapas na aaye then that comes on you that you're a warmonger and you've also you know your men are also gone so he did say in his own way that it it till they came back safe and his first question was that his first question to his people whoever he called up i don't know no he was monitoring the he was night. monitoring he just wanted to know have all of them come back alive what they have hit what how much success mm-hmm. and all is a later part but prime minister was very very clear that he wanted to know ki sab wapas aaye ki nahi have not leave behind anybody man leave behind i mean that's that's legendary that you you know yes. the indian army doesn't leave behind uh, any of their people so can you tell me how uh, uri was was also another uh, success point surgical strike of uri was a wonderful uh, operation very meticulously planned with military precision mm-hmm. and uh, the point which you made about suffering casualties uh, during operations mm. my way of looking at it is something that too honorable hmm to even die for so when you are doing an operation for your nation 
इवन डाइंग इज ओके मैम बाहर निकल के जाते हो स्कूटर पे वापस आते हो नहीं आते हो क्या पता है वो कैसे होता है सर ये ये सुनते हम कि कफन के चल पड़े कैसे ये जज्बा मैम इट इज पार्ट ऑफ द ट्रेनिंग यू यू एंड नॉट लिविंग मैन बिहाइंड एंड इंडिया मैम यू डोंट लिव बाइसिकल बिहाइंड इफ अ बाइसिकल गेट्स पंक्चर्ड और द चेन ब्रेक्स एनीथिंग यू कैरी इट लग इट ऑन अ शोल्डर यू डोंट लिव इट बिहाइंड लाइक आई सेड इट्स पार्ट ऑफ द ट्रेनिंग सो इन ट्रेनिंग we are told not to leave a bicycle behind how can we leave a man behind hmm. indian army does not leave its dead behind hmm. unlike pakistan army kargil. which during kargil left their soldiers on the indian soil and refused to reclaim their mortal remains even when offered hmm. it is the indian army which gave them a decent burial as per the religious rituals hmm. but pakistan army refused to take back their dead yeah yeah and they refused it even during when i was the corps commander in kupwara sector the five dead bodies were lying on the line of control they were trying to infiltrate they refused to take them back hmm. we have different ethos mein hmm. 5000 saal prani sabhyata hmm. ke vanshaj hain hmm. our value systems are different so our culture is different uh, so uh, uh, your uh, as you told us your boys saw the aircraft going across the LOC and hitting in targets in Pakistan what was the preparation that you did for the uh, counter attack from the pakistani sir because they uh, did uh, come back on 27th operation swift retort where they missed all the targets uh, hmm. that is a different story but how was the army prepared how how you had planned to check any retaliation from their side on ground i'll answer your question in two parts one is you are very good journalist you are insisting on the same question again <laughs> <laughs> second is we had covered all eventualities and all contingencies i will leave it at that all mm. contingencies were catered for and did they try to do anything on ground the pakistanis they dare not jaisa <laughs> <laughs> i come to article 370 yeah. when uh, when the when it was taken off uh, entire media by the way ma'am this question of did pakistan do anything pakistan army till date has not been able to answer to the public ke sari umar to kashmir kashmir karte rahe jab mauka aaya tab balakot mein bhi nahi kiya aur uske baad mein jab 370 hua jiska bhi question aa raha hai us time pe bhi nahi kiya yeah article yeah. 370 jain sahab i'm going yes, to ask sir. you on that because uh, you know the media uh, abroad and even some part of indian media said or you know observers military observers they said that the the death toll would be you know close to 100 close to 200 300 and even could go up to thousands everybody thought there would be massive bloodshed the whole operation was done in such a secret manner there was a lot of movement previous day nobody knew ho kya raha hai even the governor was giving mixed signals couldn't understand what is happening there must have been a lot of planning i'm sure you can't reveal much about what happened and how the planning to it but uh, now that a little time has passed could you give us a glimpse about the pre stage of article 3 how did you prepare for what happened now firstly it was a government's decision to abrogate article 370 35a delimitation and reorganization of the state into two unit territories uh, for us as a security forces it was to be implemented the government's writ must run on each and every inch of ground of india we could not and we would not have 
allowed anyone to not allow Indian government state to be run in India. So for us, the aim was very clear. It's a government decision which has been passed by the parliament, accepted by the president, honorable president. It has to be implemented. Now coming back to your point, as to before 370, ma'am, I have written in detail in my book, and I have only written about two percent of the actions which were done. Hmm. Still, it has taken three chapters. Oh my God! And okay. the type of preparation which was made, knowingly, unknowingly, and most important was the point you made, maintaining secrecy. In the army, in my 15 core, not a single person knew as to what's going to happen. Same was the case with the police, the civil administration. Very, very few people knew what is going to happen. That was the secrecy, and every eventuality, every contingency was catered for. Okay. So there are a lot of details which were coordinated. One thing I can tell you: all the discussions happened between two and a half people in. Core commanders' drawing room, and you won't tell us who those two and a half be. <laughs> so okay. nothing was discussed outside four walls of the core commanders' drawing room because that place was considered the most secure place. And once that day, once it was abrogated, and the next forty-eight hours were crucial, or the next seventy-two hours, or next one week. What was that crucial time period when you felt okay? We haven't lost men, civilians haven't died, which means we are doing our job properly. What was that that crucial period of time? Ma'am, knowing Kashmir, situation can change in a second. Okay. So when we went in after fifth of August two thousand nineteen, the two aims, like I said earlier, one is the government's rate must run. Second was while implementing it, there should be no loss of life of civilian, mm. no damage to property, public or private, and it has to be implemented in totality. Okay. So we had given ourselves an open-ended aim, and close to about three months, not a single civilian casualty happened at the hands of security forces. Hmm. Those was the most peaceful three months in the history of terrorism in Kashmir in last thirty-two years, at a stretch, wherein you didn't have any loss of property, private or public, no loss of civilian life. All the casualties which happened happened by the terrorist, a gun terrorist right. to gun down civilians who were opening shops or truck drivers or orchard owners, but nothing happened from the government side, and it got implemented very very peacefully. Right. The credit has to go to all the security forces, intelligence agencies, Jammu Kashmir Police, civil administration, and above everyone, the Awam of Kashmir. Jain Sab, you've spoken about a uh, selective amnesia. in kashmir of you know people uh, preferring never to talk or not to talk about uh, the exodus of kashmiri uh, hindus from jammu and kashmir and you know moving to safer locales in uh, in the rest of the country and uh, it's something that was not spoken about for decades uh, i've seen it uh, happening you know the the first exodus the second exodus third exodus i've seen people just keeping silence over that but when you did speak about this selective amnesia i'm going to quote from a website uh, and because you 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 tend to speak you you tend to speak your mind just like general rawat did and this that website that time i was in service you were in service right <laughs> now it that website and i quote from it it said generals the generals plain speak is a departure from standard that guides civil military relations and cannot be allowed to go unremarked 
true a precedent has already been set by his boss, the Chief of Defence Staff, CDS General Bipin Rawat, who has done so repeatedly over the years since his elevation to the post of Army Chief. Since that has become Rawat's trademark, it is somewhat normalised, perhaps allowing his subordinates to take a cue. Jensab, did it? Did you take a cue from General Rawat, or or is this something that you believed in and you felt that these old rules don't hold? It's time to speak up. Ma'am, first of all, whosoever wrote that, Amar Prem एक movie थी ना. उसका गाना था कुछ तो लोग कहेंगे. लोगों का काम है कहना. लोगों का काम है कहना. So leave that at that. Okay. Now second point is, ma'am, I have seen Kashmir since 1988, six tenures. Captain, Major, Lieutenant Colonel, CEO, Brigade Commander, BGS, Corps Commander. So I have seen how people have kept quiet on things which have happened. May it be Kashmiri Pandit's exodus, may it be the number of exoduses which you spoke about, may it be the innocent civilians killing, may it be the girls and women getting killed at point blank range. The people who otherwise make too much noise decided to keep quiet on those. Hmm. My point is, be normal. You make a noise now. You make a noise then. We accept you. But to keep quiet when it suits you and to shout when it doesn't suit you is what Maya was referring to. The without, hypocrisy of the hypocrisy of without getting into the politics of it, hmm. because that uh, seminar was on thirty years of terrorism. I said, why are those people who are, you know, championing certain causes? Why are they not speaking? Hmm. How the Kashmiri society has been hit. In the same talk, I had said why people are not talking about the mother of a terrorist right. who lost a son. Uski kya galti thi maaki? Like Operation Ma, I have a lot of yes, I'm going to get just Ma ne apna bacha kho diya kyunki Pakistan ne Kashmir mein terrorism shuru kiya aur ye log chup rahe. Us Ma ke halat ke baare mein koi kyun nahi bolta? Her son would have been with her. Her son would have been a grown-up man. Would have been earning. Well, after having got good education, her son did not get good education. He did not go to school. He didn't go to college. Instead, he went as a cannon fodder to the terrorist and got killed in an encounter. Uske baare mein kyun nahi bolte? So I want these people, or for that matter, anyone would like these people to speak about these issues, but it doesn't suit them. Yeah. Because the mother is going to turn around and say, "Ki ye to aap log to usko support karte ho." that operation ma was uh, was this mainstreaming of you know bringing people who were stone pelters boys who were stone pelters bringing them into mainstream work uh, asking mothers to get involved uh, asking them to speak to their children that was a very uh, it was a kind of a turning point in these counter terror operations wasn't it or uh, what should i say counter terror is not the word i think terror ke umbrella mein kafi sari cheeze aa jati hain but uh, some kind of bringing the those you know misguided youths right. into uh, into mainstream uh, work uh, that was something i'm sure it must have been very close to your heart yes ma'am uh, mother is very close to my heart it's close to every person's heart but uh, for different reasons but i'll go back to kashmir as a young captain or as a young major when i was operating in north kashmir any local terrorist who was eliminated or killed in a encounter those days mobiles were not there invariably we would recover a letter from his body 
which either he has written to the mother and not yet posted or mother has written and he has received it. So that told me that boys in Kashmiri society are very close to their mother as against being close to the father. Hmm. Maybe the mother is the custodian of the family and stays close. So that is where I realized that they listen to their mother. Ami Jan. So when I became a corps commander, the first thing I said was, let's involve the mothers into this. Like I just now said, no one has understood the grief of the mother of terrorist. So we started Operation Ma, and I don't use the word surrender, I use the word return. Hmm. We involved the mothers, we involved the you know opinion makers, the sarpanches, the friends, who this boy will listen to. Hmm. And there have been instances where the counter-terror oppression was stopped halfway through. The mother or the brother or somebody was called, will speak to them on the loudhailer, the loudspeaker, or on the mobile, and try and convince that boy to come out. There also have been times when the boy's recharge, mobile recharge, had run out. We paid for that recharge so that he can talk to his mother hmm. and his life can be saved. And during that one year, more than 50 boys, hmm. more than 50 boys returned under this oppression ma, which was, of course, it was a thought which went in first, but later on, every one joined in, the security forces, the civil administration, Jammu Kashmir police, even the locals, the opinion makers, the elders. So there were people who would come to me and say, sir, flana bachcha hai, wo chala gaya hai, but iske kehne se wapis aa sakta, aap kuch karo. But when they come back, are they able to amalgamate? Are they able to move into the society? I mean, it's a lot of pressure that you become a terrorist in other places. But here too, are they able to get over that stigma that they were a terrorist? I mean, that hero thing is now finished. Now there's a stigma that he was a terrorist. And the foremost assurance was there will be no police case made against the boy. That he will not be harassed, he will not be asked to come to the police station or the court or anything. There will be just no police case. Second is, he would be given the option of where does he want to start his new life. If he is eligible and qualified, he could have been taken as a special police officer in the Jammu Kashmir police. There is a territorial army, home and hearth. If he fits all the criteria and qualifies physically and uh, education-wise, he could have been taken into territorial army. Or if he wants to go to Jammu or Chandigarh, start a new life as a auto driver or whatever, depending on his education and depending on his capability, all facilities were provided financially and administratively for yeah. them to start a new life. We did not leave it at that, okay, he's come back. Hamari kitab mein ek tick ho gaya. We followed it through, ma'am. Jail sir, you've done so many tenures in uh, in Kashmir. I have to ask you this simply because, uh, you know, there's this thing that uh, there is ground support. There's always been ground support for Pakistan in Kashmir. When cricket match, they support the, uh, the Pakistani team, not the Indian team. You might tell people that that's not the case. That's just one or two incidents that happened. But those one or two incidents, just the fact that somebody can wave a Pakistani flag, because in India, Pakistan cricket match is not just a cricket match. It's much more than that. Everybody knows it. So when when you are there, do you did you did you feel that that 
ग्राउंड सपोर्ट इज वीकनिंग और इज इट जस्ट एज स्ट्रॉन्ग और इज इट सो इनहेरेंट कि वो वो कभी जा नहीं सकता मैम अगेन आईन इट सिंस माई कैप्टन डेज द पॉइंट विच यू आर मेकिंग येस दैट फीलिंग वॉज देयर एटीज एंड एटीज एंड नाइन्टीज एंड देन केम द रेडिकलाइजेशन एंड देन मैम दर इज वन वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट थिंग वी ऑल मिस आउट इन कश्मीरी सोसाइटी इन द लास्ट थर्टी फाइव ईयर्स ऑफ सो द एजुकेशन कश्मीरी पंडित्स एवरीवन टॉक्स अबाउट कश्मीरी पंडित्स एक्सोडस एवरीवन टॉक्स अबाउट बट व्हेन कश्मीरी पंडित्स वेंट आउट ऑफ कश्मीर द वे एजुकेशन सिस्टम इन कश्मीर क्रम्बल्ड बिकॉज कश्मीरी पंडित्स वर द मेन स्टे ऑफ एजुकेशन सिस्टम प्राइमरी स्कूल से लेकर यूनिवर्सिटी तक ओवर दैट सिस्टम ऑफ एजुकेशन क्रम्बल्ड एंड ऑल द स्कूल्स आर ऑफ वुडन बिल्डिंग्स टेरिस बन डाउन ऑल स्कूल इन द कंट्री साइड वॉट इज लाइक वैपनिंग इन अफगानिस्तान बेसिकली लोगों को गुरबत में रखो गुरबत में रखो एजुकेट नहीं होने दो सो दैट दे बिकम कैन ऑन फोटर एंड दैट स्टार्टेड हैपनिंग वंस द चाइल्ड इज नॉट एजुकेटेड द सोशो पोलिटिकल इकोनॉमिक इम्पैक्ट ऑफ टेररिज्म वॉज फेल्ट दिस बॉय एंड ऊपर से यू मस्ट सी दिस होल गेम हुरियत वुड कॉल फॉर अ हड़ताल एवरी सेकेंड डे अ बिजनेस मैन लाइक आज आपने दाल खरीदनी आटा खरीदना है चलो आज दुकान बंद है आप कल जाके दो किलो ले आओगे एक किलो के बजाय लेकिन जिस बच्चे ने एक दिन का स्कूल मिस कर दिया ही कैन नॉट कैच अप बिकॉज कल को फिर हड़ताल है एंड देन इन द एंड ऑफ द अकेडमिक ईयर इन मास प्रमोशन टू द नेक्स्ट क्लास सो एज अ रिजल्ट वैन ही केम टू टेंथ और ट्वेल्थ he was not qualified enough to compete in competitive exams yeah to get into a good college or a good university or a professional college so what was he left with mm. he was left with only option to join terrorism yeah or else cross the border cross and the go border across the border and get recruited get trained and yeah. come back so this was a very you know well thought of ecosystem which was working yeah but there was also uh, uh, we keep talking about deradicalization but there was a time in the 90s agar ek gaon se ek ladka gaya hai to in that village he was the hero yes the one who went into terrorism lekin ab wo baat rahi nahi matlab not even in the hardcore areas which were considered no go area literally ki yahan se to har ladka jo hai wo he will go in and they used to prosper it's not as if that you know that village did not prosper or that family did not prosper they prospered agar ek beta terrorism mein gaya there was enough money to send their yes. daughter to a medical college or to send her to america or to send your other son to america you sent to europe or wahan pe there was another ecosystem ki usko naukri mil jati thi chahe wo think tank mein chala gaya chahe wo you know kahin aur chala gaya but they were looked after but that ecosystem has failed that uh, support system seems to have broken down do you did you see that happening in your term you have to understand one thing man we all have to understand one thing everything which is becoming lucrative and you what you used as becoming heroes you have to make it expensive for that person usko aasani se wo cheez nahi achieve karne deni this is what the security forces did i'll give you the data figures which uh, i caught very often between 89 so 2019 and 18 one and a half two years of uh, data all the local boys who had joined terrorism 7% died in the first 10 days 17% died in the first 3 months including those 7 34% died in the first 6 months 64% died in the first 1 year 
that means now becoming a terrorist was not becoming a hero it was a sure sure death yeah not just monetarily yeah. it is death death it is death and when another data which we had was all those boys who joined terrorism 83% of them had a record of stone pelting that means today a mother might feel he is going out throwing stones earning 500 rupees coming back aaj ka stone pelter kal ka terrorist hai parson ka dead body hai now once this realization came and i'm talking with data and facts and figures once this realization came that hero panti came down and also that romanticization, romanticization which, which was happening with the stone pelters yes. and that was done uh, uh, you know not just by by pe- by the people of kashmir who could be misled but also by some of the leaders in kashmir political leaders thought leaders and some of our media people also who said that no they are they are just protesters and they are people who want a change that romanticizing went away that that was also yes. i think to some extent uh, i will not talk about the politicians but i will tell you something which happened because of opening up of the media or the globalization or the internet people started coming to know what's happening in pakistan occupied kashmir hmm. the families or the people or the boys who had gone out and not returned now they were settled in pakistan occupied kashmir they were 30 years of age 35 years married with kids द जितनी गुरबत में उनकी लाइफ थी द वे देवर बींग ट्रीटेड देयर पीपल रियलाइज कि सच्चाई तो ये है कि पाकिस्तान इज नॉट हम दर्द ऑफ कश्मीरीज हमारे जो कश्मीरी भाई पाकिस्तान ऑक्यूपाइड कश्मीर में बैठे हैं उनको तो इतनी बुरी तरह से रखा हुआ है हाउ विल दे हेल्प अस इवन इफ देर इज आजादी सो लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स हैपन हुरियत होल्ड वन डाउन द शेल्फ लाइफ ऑफ अ टेररिस्ट वन डाउन the economic aid which was coming was curtailed and the life across the line of control of fellow kashmiris all Neither. these were in addition then when your boy is there ma'am you are a mother i am a father when your child does not get admission in a good school or a good college or he doesn't score well yeah and you don't know what to do with him or his life or her life wo realization jawani shuru hui then they realize ke जीना यहाँ मरना यहाँ इसके सवा जाना कहाँ दैट इज वे थिंग स्टार्टेड टू चेंज होगा सर यू हैव डन सिक्सट न्यूज इन कश्मीर यू स्टिल इन यू स्टिल आर इन टच विद लॉट ऑफ पीपल लॉट ऑफ जर्नलिस्ट दे आर इन टच विद यू एंड मैम टॉक्ट अबाउट क्रिकेट मैचेस पाकिस्तान पीपल इन श्रीनगर वेविंग पाकिस्तानी फ्लैग्स ड्यूरिंग विक्ट्रीज ऑफ पाकिस्तान क्रिकेट टीम now uh, today sir if we uh, ask you not about politicians not about uh, but general public what is what is pakistan for them like what comes to their mind or what is their feeling about pakistan uh, what i meant was uh, after partition till 89 it was just about 40 odd years so the elder generation had seen the partition elder generation had seen how the west pakistan refugees who came to kashmir were not even given the citizenship of india and how they were treated but the young generation which are joining terrorism in 89 and 90s had not seen partition or the pakistan side of it but today like i said with the global village and the internet and other things coming up today everyone is very clear pakistan is not supporting terrorism to help a kashmiri cause pakistan is supporting terrorism to help their own cause of keeping kashmir card alive 
so that they keep getting the aids from uh, different parts of the world in the name of what's happening in kashmir and also within pakistan politically economically militarily diplomatically the failing on all fronts to keep the anger of the public away from these things they have to play the kashmir card hmm. and sir so everyone today is intelligent enough to understand this game young boys who have interacted with in cricket matches and other places they will tell you in a uh, private moments ke sir pakistan hamare liye thodi kar raha hai kehta hai agar hamare liye kar raha hota to khushali kahan pe hai that's why yeah. this taleem se tarakki which yes, you were doing and and sir uh, all these youth who are joining uh, the terror groups the youngsters especially those uh, born in late 90s early 2000s those who are joining they are joining terrorist terrorist groups for the islamic jihad or for the cause of kashmir what do you think sir what is the main driving See, force what is the motivation you brought out this point yeah. as per 2011 census 62% of the population of kashmir jammu and kashmir that time jammu and kashmir was below the age of 30 years in 2011 today this figure might have gone to 67 68% that means Two third of population of Kashmir, per se, also other parts of Jammu and Kashmir. Two third of the population is less than thirty years of age, which directly implies that two third of the young population was born after nineteen eighty nine. They were born and brought up under the gun culture. Yeah, they have faced the attached issues when there is a combat situation or a conflict situation. this shinakht parades all yes. those things really um, your father being questioned in front of you when you are 5 year old boy yeah the terrorist walking into your home at night and telling your mother or sister to cook food for them at the gun point these things have had scar on their psyche yeah so there is a issue there now we need to understand a kashmiri person how he thinks yeah and today that time it was all like you said romanticism hmm. but today is the realism At 30 years of age, is a man enough to understand what is right, what is wrong? Okay. So that realization is coming in. Coupled with that, the economic packages which are going in, the number of medical colleges, the opportunities are increasing. Hmm. If there are nine medical colleges which have come up in Kashmir, that means those many people can join medical college. Now they will not be looking for a different uh, thing after 10th or 12th class. So those opportunities, the economic opportunities. the education system improving slowly and slowly and then realization that pakistan hamara hamdard nahi hai will that mute or will that negate that uh, what ajit was talking about this desire to be part of the islamic jihad mam uh, 100% kitanu marne ki to toothpaste bhi grande nahi deta so but yes uh, reasonable section of the society ha in my opinion which is considered opinion and informed opinion hmm. based on certain facts and life has seen in last 35 years in kashmir majority of the population now looks for good education good job settled life good family life you know prosperity for the children yeah good house travel abroad and nice decent settled life 
अब फैमिली लाइफ पे आ जाते हैं सिंस यू आर मैंशनिंग फैमिली लाइफ फौज की फैमिली लाइफ पे आ जाते हैं नाउ दैट जैन साहब यू आर यू नो यू रिटायर्ड एंड यू कैन एक्चुअली यू नो हैव रिलैक्सड फैमिली लाइफ सुबह उठ के यू डोंट हैव टू यू कैन हैव योर कप ऑफ टी आराम से एंड मोर देन कप ऑफ टी आई थिंक नाउ यू हैविंग समचुअस ब्रेकफस्ट आई सी इन योर ट्विटर हैंडल यू पुट दिस फैब्यूलस पिक्चर्स ऑफ ब्रेकफस्ट एंड आई थिंक यू नो कि एक दिन मैं भी रिटायर होके yes. ऐसे ब्रेकफास्ट खाना है मैंने हाउ इज रिटायर्ड लाइफ ट्रीटिंग यू मैम रिटायर्ड लाइफ इज स्टेट ऑफ माइंड ओके वेन यू आर वर्किंग यू कैन एक्ट लाइक आर रिटायर्ड जैफ एंड वेन यू आर रिटायर्ड यू कैन एक्ट लाइक आर वर्किंग पर्सन आई डू लॉट ऑफ वर्क फॉर माई सेल्फ फॉर माई फैमिली फॉर माई हाउस होल्ड इवन गार्डनिंग इवन राइटिंग लेटर्स इवन स्पीकिंग टू पीपल होम यू आर नॉट बीन एबल टू इंट्रैक्ट फॉर वेरी लॉन्ग टाइम so that keeps you occupied enjoying like main to abhi mundan bhi attend karta hu main because family also food i you yeah, food i love food. food and i love cooking also man. yeah i have yeah. seen that and even your twitter avatar you know uh, you take down trolls with <laughs> with a lot of grace and even when you were in service yes, you were sir. tweeting did you did that come up for a little bit of conflict at times that you know because serving officers usually don't interact much even if they have they have this shady twitter handle jisme wo baat nahi karte they don't inform who they are what was it like when you were in service and you had that twitter uh, before that i'll answer the previous question of family life mam forj mein jab naukri karte hai na to we have two families hmm. one is your own immediate family that is wife children father mother brother sister and second is your unit regiment wo ek parivar hai company and mam minimum 10 months out of 12 we spend with that parivar so for a foji for a soldier unit regimentation that is the family main mujhe abhi bhi maloom hai ki last night gurjinder singh ke bete ke kaan mein operation hona tha i spoken to someone in rndr when i was a major and when last night gurjinder singh was retiring as subedar i was a geosin saga he gave a call to me ke saab main aaj pension ja raha hu to main kaha aapka bete ka bhi kya haal hai and that had happened mam minimum 20 years ago yeah and that is the way families hmm. and immediate family my more than our sacrifice i think it is the wife and the children who sacrifice more wife is a single point pivot who brings up the family brings up the children looks after the parents look after siblings as also don't never tells you that the issues at home hum kis ghar mein problem nahi hote kis ghar mein issues nahi hote बच्चे के दस में से तीन नंबर आते हैं वो इशू हो जाता है बट अ फौजीज वाइफ वुड नेवर कॉल अप टू से कि ये देखो आप तो वहाँ बैठे हो यहाँ पे क्या हो रहा है सो द वाइफ ऑफ अ सोल्जर इज द बिगेस्ट स्ट्रेंथ ऑफ अ सोल्जर एंड फ्रॉम द मदर द चिल्ड्रन पिकअप दिस थिंग नेवर इन माई लास्ट थर्टी फाइव ईयर्स ऑफ मैरिज हैव माई चिल्ड्रन एवर टोल्ड मी पापा वी नीड दिस बिकॉज दे फील अगर इसको बोलेंगे पता नहीं अफोर्ड कर पाएगा नहीं कर पाएगा इट विल इंटरफेयर विद इज थिंकिंग इट विल बी ऑन इज माइंड ही मे नॉट एबल टू डू इज जॉब प्रॉपरली सो दिस इज अनदर आस्पेक्ट ऑफ अ फौजीज फैमिली कमिंग बैक टू आफ्टर रिटायरमेंट येस आई हैव फुल टाइम विद द फैमिली है बट आई मिस दैट फैमिली देस आई कैन वेल एंड नाउ मैम अबाउट ट्विटर वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग इन द सेम सेमिनार इन मानिक्षा सेंटर वेर आई मेट अ जीत जनरल भाटिया 
जनरल विनोद भाटिया फॉर्मर डायरेक्टर जनरल मिलिट्री ऑपरेशंस एंड माय सीनियर एंड आई लर्नट अ लॉट फ्रॉम हिम अ थोरो जेंटलमैन अ वर्ल्ड क्लास प्रोफेशनल मिलिट्री प्रोफेशनल ही आस्ट मी ही सर यू गोइंग टू फिफ्टीन कोर आर यू ऑन ट्विटर आई सर नो सर आई डोंट नो एनी थिंग ट्विटर ही सर यू मस्ट बी ऑन ट्विटर एंड कीप ऑब्जर्विंग दुनिया क्या कर रही है क्या बोल रहा है यू गेट लॉट ऑफ फीडबैक and he also suggested the same pseudo handle he says as a guru make a handle just observe people i'll tell you whom all to follow because the people who are uh, mm. you know mm. into this opinion makers and you get a feedback anyway i went to 15 core i told some youngster i said we twitter ka kuch karna ho kaise banana uska account wagera so this young officer he told me sir abhi bana dete hain so he made an account to <coughs> so he says sir kis naam se banana hai Hmm. I'm all these things, no Rambo, Shambo, these names. <laughs> I said, write down KGS Dillon. Huh. He said, no, sir, you are not uh, authorized to make a Twitter account. I said, look, if I come to Twitter, then I will not come to my name. I said, what is social media? Social media is perception management. If as a 15 core commander, I cannot be sensible enough what to write on Twitter and what not to write. How can I be sensible enough to carry out operations on the line of control or in the hinterland? Right. Everyone is believing in me that he will handle the line of control, which is very active. He will handle the hinterland in Kashmir, which is again very active, with great responsibility. But he can't handle this Twitter handle responsibly. Hmm. So I came on the Twitter in my name as 15 Corps Commander, Chinar Corps Commander. and because when i tweet people take notice and they know ke ye fake nahi hai ye afwa nahi hai it's like i yeah. i came to srinagar uh, a month before article 370 i know ma'am when you lost, lost a shawl <laughs> <laughs> i was there a month before yes. uh, article 370 yeah. and while i didn't know the others uh, and i had it was the first time i was yes, meeting, meeting you but because i had seen your twitter avatar I knew that the question I will ask you, you will not fudge a reply. Yes. You will give me the reply, sida, blunt, yes, no, or I cannot speak about it. Yes. Do you understand? Like what I mean to say is Absolutely. that I guess uh, because as journalists, uh, Ajit, you also know that you know when we ask questions of politicians, we know that. टेढ़े जवाब मिलेंगे या ब्यूरोक्रेट से भी ऐसे जवाब है उसमें से मसाला हमको निकालना पड़ता है कि क्या बोलने वाले बट देन विद यू एंड विद अदर्स हु व्हाट वी डिट नो वाज दैट द एब्रोगेशन इज गोइंग टू टेक प्लेस बट ऑल ऑफ आस जर्नलिस्ट फेल्ट कि कुछ होने वाला है बट कुछ समझ नहीं आ रहा कि हो क्या रहा है बट वी न्यू समथिंग वॉज इन दी ऑफिंग बट येस बिकॉज ऑफ योर आउटरीच आई थिंक मैनी पीपल नो अबाउट यू नो ऑफ यू so you tell me that you know when you uh, speak to civilians now now that you're on the other side of the fence do you feel that the bollywood uh, you know uh, picturization of what the special forces do uh, and what what you know because there's so much of glorification of special forces in in america you know the seals and yes. everything there, there's so much of that in israel you hear and you see mossad ka kitna sara hota hai but in india thoda zyada hi romantic ho jata hai it doesn't seem real to some of us aapko kya lagta hai absolutely ma'am soldiering is a serious business hmm. and you see some wonderful war movies made by the western uh, movie makers the realism is true in our case the research work which is required does not go into i suppose as a result what do you see is the siosa singing songs mm. and that doesn't happen in the real sense yes 
शोज डू सिंग सॉन्ग्स बट देन देर इज अ एनवायरमेंट मेस में है बैठे हैं कोई किसी की एनिवर्सरी है उनकी खुद की एनिवर्सरी है सर एक गाना हो जाए यूल सिंग वन आउट स्टैंडा इज ओके बट द टाइप ऑफ यू नो बिकॉज उनको मसाला डालना है उनको गाना भी डालना है उनको एक डांस भी डालना है उनको ये भी डालना है एज अ रिजल्ट लूज द प्लॉट एंड अभी तो फिर ठीक हो गया पहले तो दैट कलसा विद हैंडल बार मुस्टैच एंड ट्वेल्व और गन ट्राइंग टू प्रोटेक्ट इज डॉटर फ्रॉम एवरी वन वॉज अटैंडिंग यू नो इमेज इन द हिंदी मूवीज गोली मार दूंगा ट्रेडिशन थी Every officer was given a nickname, hmm. which were op- which was opposite to his personality. <laughs> That's so, sweet. Okay. And then that was also the code word used on the radio set while communicating on the wireless and other things. So this name would remain with you, even operationally and otherwise. So since I was six feet three inches, I was given the nickname of Tiny. There's another officer senior to me, Major Ghura. He is also six three. He was called Shorty. <laughs> okay. And uh, officer younger to me, who is a lieutenant general now, who is a colonel of the regiment, General Karepa. He is also six three. He was named Mini, mm. but some of the Mini thing didn't stick, but because he was called Carry. Okay. So, uska Carry. Karepa se Carry. Karepa se Carry hua. And the most meticulous officer in my unit, Colonel Suri, he was called Goofy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so these names are there. Which, so the uh, Pakistanis or the enemy doesn't know who's coming. Yes, in. I absolutely. mean, if they if they see you coming, saying, "Ye tiny to nio sakta." Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, they probably think ye gazi hai. Yeah. <laughs> After that, right. What is the life it. of a special forces officer? Ma'am, I have worked with the practically every special forces battalion. Hmm. Even as a captain, I had a another captain for special forces sit in my bunker. Then as a major, as a CEO. Man, they are a different breed. Hmm. Firstly, the most motivated, highly qualified, and IQ and thinking, of course, is everyone's because you come through the SSB, you come through the psychology test, but they are motivated to the core. The first time when I went with the special forces officer for an ambush, for eight days, we lied in a we are lying in an ambush in a lab. And if we had to go for the morning call and all, this is in Jammu Kashmir that you're in Jammu Kashmir. I mean, just in case our viewers or our yeah. listeners don't know, the lab is in North Kashmir in uh, district Kupwara, hmm. and very thick jungles. Hmm. And we went for an operation, and eight days we were in ambush. It's not that you get up for the morning call and walk hundred meters and then and come back and make all the noise on the leaves which have fallen. You just take five side rolls, do the thing, and come back. Oh, and you don't move, you don't breathe. you eat your food there only because if you move or if you you know breathe loudly you have to hear the silence the first time i heard this dialogue okay captain bandral vivek bandral god bless his soul he got uh, uh, you know lost his uh, life in uh, operation in kupwara only he says sir you have to listen to the silence silence speaks and sure enough if you're just listening and when a terrorist is coming in the silence is broken 
So eight days you were just. Uh, Ma'am, that was one of. Otherwise, we have gone for fourteen days self-contained operations. What is a self-contained? Self-contained is, ma'am, you whatever you can carry on your back. Okay. You carry and you survive within that. Arms and the man, George Bernard Shaw, Balanchali, okay. Sajius. Whether you carry chocolates or you carry ammunition, it's up to you. What What is the kind of food that uh, is given? Uh, ma'am, these days uh, we have meals ready to eat. Huh. It's something like what's available in the open market also. You just boil it. Huh. And there's a plow, there's a dal, there's a halwa, there's a tea rations. Olden days, we used to carry shakarparas. Even today, my troops, like Rajputana rifles, Jats and Rajputs, they prefer shakarparas, missi puri, namak se bina ke puri mein. But for warming up, you probably can't heat anything. Generally, ma'am, because that would give away smoke and smoke and fire. And smells, I'm sure food smells. Smells also. So that is not done. We generally eat whatever the weight is and some little pickle. And generally, we prefer to eat it next to a spring. So that जो मसाले मसाले की स्मेल है जहाँ पूरी की स्मेल है जहाँ पिकल की स्मेल है, you eat, you drink your water, you wash your hands and the smell goes. So you move to your next ambush location. So what is the mental preparation that goes into a special forces person like this who knows that he may not come back home? Ma'am, it's a again I'll put it that way. It's a training, and second is the body system. The three things which are very important in any soldier: confidence in himself, which comes from confidence in his body, confidence in his commander, and confidence in his weapon. If out of these three people, commander, weapon, and his partner, the body, if out of these three things, people or things, one is not up to it, soldier's morale, the confidence will go down. I will be very scared to work with a person. अगर मेरे को लगता है कि मेरे को छोड़ के भाग जाएगा आई एल बी वेरी स्केट टू गो इन टू एन ऑपरेशन इफ आई नो माई वेपन मे नॉट फायर आई एल बी वेरी स्केट टू गो इन टू एन ऑपरेशन इफ आई फील माई कमांडर इज नॉट यू नो इंटेलिजेंट अनफ और प्रोफेशनल इनफ ही कैन गाइड मी इन टू अटन डेथ सो थ्री थिंग्स कॉन्फिडेंस इन योर कमांडर कॉन्फिडेंस इन योर वेपन कॉन्फिडेंस इन योर बॉडी bring in the confidence in you well we have tremendous amount of confidence in you, you. and in in our forces and uh, uh, we are most grateful you talked about bollywood pictureization okay, of you want to come forces. in okay uh, you are very active on twitter sir and everybody uh, all of us have watched uh, all the series of fauda Uh, now that's on based on real operations the israelis have been israelis doing their real operations yeah. for many decades we have been doing it for more than 30 years now you think sir uh, we can create our own type of fauda series based on operations in kashmir yes why not because point is our operation the so transparent our operation the so professional our nation and international community must know how we do it when we go into international seminars with the international defense personnel people walk up to indian army officers and ask you as to how come you have you know sort of finished the insurgency in the northeast mm. and you have curtailed this insurgency so wonderfully in kashmir the terrorism so they walk up to you with wide open eyes yeah and we need to tell our stories today's world like we are doing this podcast it's basically telling what you feel if you don't tell someone how will he know what is your worth and the younger generation would never know 
to motivate the younger generation to tell the world of our transparency of operations we need to tell our stories and i think a very good idea and uh, i hope adgpi is listening and i hope the agnivirs uh, are the ones you know i'm hoping that they are listening in into this podcast and jensa we're going to have you back when your book hits the stands i'm looking forward to reading your book <laughs> and uh, even though you're saying there's a lot uh, which you haven't said uh, maybe one day we'll get to know that about that too definitely ma'am when the book comes out we'll have you will get a personal copy Thank and uh, i would love to have once again a discussion absolutely after you have gone through it and uh, yeah. then you can ask more pointed questions absolutely <laughs> thank you so much for coming here thanks a lot ma'am thank, thank you very you. much always thank a pleasure you. interacting with you thank, thank you, you sir. thank you ma'am thank you for listening in ani podcast with smita prakash please like and subscribe on whichever platforms you have listened to this on namaste jai hind